Hello, hello, everybody. Day three of the Running Moms Strong Body Bootcamp. And today we are taking on a core fit workout session that I designed uh, out of necessity way back in the day. After I had babies, I thought that core work was simply crunches and planks and sit-ups and all the standard, um, all the standard things for core. And I was a physical therapist. I am a physical therapist, you guys. And I never learned how to rehab your core after babies. I never learned how important core was to your body as a runner. I didn't fully understand that. See ya. Uh, I was I was taught the, the real basics of, of rehab in there, you know, you, you learn on the job, even in, in all these advanced medical training programs. And so after my babies, I didn't do the right core work. I, I number one, didn't really do any core work after my babies. And number two, when I did, I was going to these random boot camps and doing a lot of crunches, a lot of planks, a lot of like bicycle crunches, you know, all the standard crunches, the crunch plank, the crunch challenges. And I was doing a lot of long distance running and a lot of sprinting on, on a body that I had not restored my core on. And these core workouts are very important, very close to my heart and very important for me to be getting out to you guys. You are all women who run. You, most of you, I, 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 have a business called Running Moms. Like I attract moms. So you've on top of being a, a female runner who has to think about hormones and all this other stuff, uh, you've had babies. And so we need to think about your core and your pelvic floor and how they're contracting and working together because your core, you guys, is the foundation of your body. It's like when you build a house, uh, you don't build that house on, 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 a, on, a, on a mud pile, right? You build the foundation first in your house and then you build the walls and you put the roof on and the windows in and that foundation has got to be strong. And when your foundation cracks, <laughs> you're in trouble because that's the foundation of your house. It's what makes that house solid so that it doesn't, like the walls don't, don't start to tilt and things start to crack, right? And our, our core is the same. It is the foundation of everything in our body, especially as runners. And so often we're just not doing it. The free programs are not teaching us this. Most of, most of the like, well-meaning run coaches and fitness trainers are not teaching you guys as female runners who have had babies how to restore your core, how to work with your core, and how to train your core properly to be the foundation of your running to help you become unbreakable and unstoppable. And I would say that, I'm gonna, this is a guess, but I'm going to say that 90% of runners' injuries, female runners' injuries, are coming from weakness in our core, okay? So I, I, I love that you guys are still with me this week. I love that you're open to slowing down and doing the videos with me this week and that you're doing this core fit workout. And people always tell me how much they loved it, how different it was than other workouts they've done, and how deeply they really felt it. And they're always surprised that slowing down can still feel like such a challenge. And that's because, because we're going deep with this workout. I'm trying to get you to connect your breath, your brain, with your deep inner core muscles. Your core is divided of four muscles. Uh, it's your diaphragm, so your breath, and how it works with your, uh, with your transverse abdominis on, in the inside, your obliques, your pelvic floor, 
and your multifidus in the back. And also included in your, in your core are your glutes as well. So, and so you've got to be able to, the core is a really, it's like a really tight, uh, it's not a complicated bunch of muscles, but it is. Like the shoulder is a complicated joint. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of range of motions. There's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of structures in there. The core is a little bit, it's a complicated area of your body as well. Like your knee goes back and forth. It's pretty simple. Your core, and after babies, like we grow these babies and it stretches out our belly, it stretches out all of our muscles and then they come back and then they go out again and then they come back. And if we're not connecting deeply at that transverse abdominus level, if we're not able to mindfully connect to those muscles and, and make them work with our breath, if we can't uh, get good stability in those muscles, then our pelvic floor isn't going to be efficient at doing the job that it's supposed to do. And, and then we get low back pain. And when that core is weak, as we're, as we're ramping up distance, our hips start to shift, okay? And that's where we get injured. Our knees start to buckle in, our ankles start to buckle in. We get really classic plantar fasciitis, runner's knee, um, ITB issues. They're all classic SI joint problems. And they often stem because our core is not firing properly. It's not strong. It's not working in unison as one cohesive foundational unit as you build distance, okay? I, I, when I went back after babies, I was strong. I was fit. I've always been pretty strong and fit. Um, and after babies, I was just like, I'm back at it. It's no problem. Six, five weeks after my second baby, I was up and running. First baby, I was up and running at six weeks. And honestly, I was, I was, I was pretty good after that first baby. I didn't do any of the rehab stuff that I was supposed to do. Uh, and I remember training with a group of running moms uh, out in Victoria, BC, if anyone's listening. Hello, I'm still doing this, believe it or not. <laughs> 10 years later, oh my God, um, that's insane. Uh, that's where this started from. <laughs> and uh, I remember running laps, we're all training for half marathons with our little buggies. And uh, we were doing this last lap around Beacon Hill Park, my favorite area to run in. I miss Victoria every day as a runner. And uh, it was the last sprint lap and a couple, like 100 meters from the finish line. My, my friend and I, we were going and she's, we're pretty close, uh, pushing each other, you know, pushing those intervals. And, and I peed my pants. Couldn't stop it. Never had happened before. And I was like, what just happened? That never happened. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, that's just what happens after you have babies when you're running. It's just normal. Everyone's laughing. It's just a normal part. Everyone does it. And I'm like, I don't know. This was like, this was like different. Like I had zero control. This was like a neuromuscular problem. And, and, and of course, because I'm a physical therapist, I'm like, I'm, uh, something's going on here. But again, remember I was, a, uh, I worked in hospitals. I, I didn't work with postpartum women. Like we're not trained. This is a specialized area. Okay. No run coach, no running clinic that I'd ever done had ever mentioned core work. No one had ever talked about running after having babies. No one had ever talked about peeing when you ran. That's normal. <laughs> and so I just kind of like, it, it didn't really happen again. I never really pushed that hard um, again after that for, because the race I think came up and then I just kept running and running and running. 
And then uh, I also noticed, well, then I had my second baby and I got back to running at, at five weeks desperately, desperately, desperate to run again, desperate to sweat and desperate to, to get back my fitness and to feel like myself again. And I ran and I ran and I ran and I ran and I ran. And I didn't do any strength work and I didn't do any core work. And then same thing happened. I started peeing when I ran and I noticed that I was peeing when I ran when I was getting to further distances and when I was doing speed training. And I also started to notice I was going to these boot camps. At this time, I was in Winnipeg and I was going to these early morning November project boot camps with all these people. It was super awesome, super fit. I could keep up with any of them and I had these babies at home. That's fine. Uh, but when I was doing all of those burpee, all of those, sorry, planks and all of those crunches, I had this like weird um, alien like dome in my belly that went from my sternum right down to my pelvic bone that had not been there before babies. And I looked at it and I watched it and I saw it get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I kept peeing more and more and more when I ran. Uh, and then I got injured. I busted my knee. Okay, I busted my knee really badly, running and running and running, not eating enough, um, desperately running miles because that's where I felt good. And, uh, and that's when I was like, okay, I got to look into this. I got to acknowledge that my body is, has changed and it's got some real problems right now. But I refused to accept that that was normal. I refused to accept that this was now my body that I'm now just destined to pee forever. Like that just does not, does not make sense to me. And that dome in my belly, I had to look that up. And it was a decis recti because when you grow your, your rectus abdominis, your big six pack muscle there, you all have one, <laughs> it's there. But when we grow, when we grow those babies, it, it separates from the fascia down the middle, the linea, the linea alba. See, I, I knew all the muscles. I just didn't understand what happened when we had babies because I'd never worked in postpartum, but now I had these babies. So you grow and it rips apart. It doesn't rip apart. It just stretches. And then you, the baby goes. And then it's, it's kind of just like flimsy there, right? The fascia's been stretched. And fascia doesn't really go back together. And, and so you're left with, with, with a hole in there, like a gap. And by doing crunches and planks without working those deep inner muscles and just like putting a lot of pressure there, you're actually pushing your belly out and you're, you're making that gap worse. And when you have a diastasis recti that's, that's, that's quite open and that's not strong and then you're doing all these things and this high impact running, your pelvic floor isn't, a, isn't able to uh, do what it needs to do properly, not to mention all of the trauma your pelvic floor goes through after having a baby, but Kegels aren't quite enough for runners because we have the high impact. Um, and then when we're combining that with that diastasis recti, the whole thing is a mess, okay? The whole thing. And then the multifidus isn't, isn't also firing the way it's supposed to. And, uh, and, 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 and most of us, most runners, all runners, um, whether they have babies or not, often struggle with weak glutes. And those glutes aren't activating. And so when we're running, we're shifting, and our pelvic floor isn't coordinating, so we're peeing when we run, and we're just like a big mess. And so... I was like, I gotta fix this. And so I did a lot of research because that's what I'm really good at. I'm really good at researching, really good at learning, and I'm really good at taking what I've researched and applying it. And after I busted my knee, 
I knew how to rehab my knee. That was super easy. So I knew what I had to do there. But I also rehab my core. And I still have a four, like there's still a four finger gap in my belly. I'll even show you guys. I'm not sure I can show you like this, but um, if you lie on your back and feel like I've got a four finger, if you can see that. See, I can stick four fingers in there. Um, but it's not symptomatic because I've, I've engaged uh, my transverse abdominis. And I've done a lot of deep core work. And I've done my strength work, and, I, and I, I managed my load back in the day. And so now I can run long, and I can run fast, and I don't pee, and I don't get injured, and I don't have that dome anymore. I've, I've, I've worked with those muscles doing these kinds of workouts in a way that has, like, some people will say, oh, it's four, it's a four-finger four gap that's dysfunctional. It's not dysfunctional because I've made it functional. Um, I've rehabbed it properly by doing this kind of core work. If, we, if I skipped this core work, my, my internal abdominal cavity would be like pushing out of, that, out of that gap. And I would be peeing all the time. I would have back pain. I would have head pain. I would have knee pain. I'd have really big problems. And so I'm telling you all this because uh, if I didn't know this stuff, then I know that that you guys don't understand how important core is. It is the foundation of your body, of your running, of strong running, okay? Uh, so that's what this workout's great for. It's gonna help you guys really mm, tighten up that core at the deep level. Uh, what else can I say about core? It's your foundation. Your core is going to allow you to pump those arms faster. It's going to allow you to drive those legs further. It's going to allow you to build miles and build speed while maintaining good form and, and reducing your risk of injury. These workouts are very well put together, very well researched, and definitely created for the female runner who's had babies, okay? So I have loads more of these workouts in, in, in Muscles and Macros and in my other programs. If you have big time problems with your core and pelvic floor, your number one place to go is to go and see a pelvic health physical therapist for one-on-one -on -one assessment and management. Absolutely, that is your number one place. Uh, but if you're not doing that, or if you've done that, or if, 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 if that's not possible for you, this is a good program to do, okay? It's so funny when people take my program and they message me later, they're like, well, I took your program to like build muscle and burn fat and get really fit. Uh, but now I don't pee when I run anymore. I'm like, I know, because my workouts aren't just random workouts. They're very well put together, and they're, they're pretty pro, and I'm pretty proud of them. Uh, what else can I say? What else can we talk about core? Let's talk about abs. How do you sculpt really strong and sleek abs? Because I always get that question. How do I get my abs? How do I get abs? Or how do I burn belly fat? Okay, those are really common questions, and that's where people will go, well, I better... I better do more crunches. That's not how you get abs. That's not how you burn belly fat. Uh, to, to, to do that, crunches again, we'll talk crunches actually uh, only push your abdominal, push this abdominal pressure down and then when you do that crunch, you push it outward. And so it actually makes like that, that like the bloated look and, and, and the mom tom kind of worse because we're pushing, pushing all that intra-abdominal pressure out and when we're not doing the deep core work we just can't control it and so we're just like ooh, and like I don't know anyone who's built a really strong core burnt belly fat or got a six-pack doing crunches so we need to look at that and be like okay well what do I need to do then to burn belly fat and get a really strong core we got to build that foundational strength of your core
okay? You've got to build strong, a strong foundation. And then we want to push sprints. We want to push HIIT workouts to build lean muscle because you can't spot reduce. We can't spot reduce belly fat and we can't see abs until we burn fat. And so what we must do is strengthen that core so that we can pump out faster paces in our sprint workouts. We can push harder in our strength workouts because we want to build muscle. Muscle is the number one way to ramp up your metabolism. You get afterburn effect, extra calorie burn, extra fat burning uh, effect when you do those intense short workouts. Uh, and so you're going to ramp up that metabolism all day long. So you're burning more fat all day long. We can't spot reduce. But one, one thing that we also need to keep in mind is hormonal uh, hormonal imbalance and when we're stressed and running a lot and stressed and not sleeping and not eating well and our bodies are inflamed cortisol runs high that's our body stress hormone and one of the side effects of high chronically high cortisol is that our body stores fat and it and it tends to like to do that in the midsection and and also when we're not sleeping seven to eight hours it's really important for burning fat overall and burning belly fat is sleep. Okay, so we can't spot reduce, but we have to think holistically about our running and, and, and that will really help you. And, and then you'll just become a fit, lean, strong, healthy, powerful, athletic, pro-fat burning machine that's injury-proof and feeling incredible, <laughs> which is what I teach you to do inside Muscles and Macros. So I love talking about this stuff, you guys. Does anyone have any questions about any of the workouts, about belly fat, about how to get abs, about core work, about peeing when you run, about strength work, about building distance, okay? Like, let me know. This stuff is not being talked about in any other run group anywhere. And I'm really, like, obsessed with, with talking about it with you all because I know these are, like, the struggles that I had and these were, like, the deep, real conversations that... I used to have in my head and the struggles I used to have with myself and I figured it all out and I dialed it all in and I built a program called Muscles and Macros to help you all and, and this program is like a really great introduction about what the workouts look like with me. Then I'm going to teach you guys how to balance those macros, how to dial them in so that you can build that fit, lean, strong, healthy body so that you can end the struggle with food, okay? super it's a super great program it's I just love 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 teaching it because women get results like I'm not the only woman who's got results in this program like it's it's crazy uh, let me open my thing here and see oh there's a new Facebook back end and, and it's hard for me to manage it's I find it's really slow maybe more than anything I, I think I can get around it but it's slow so we adjust right like that's what we do. We're flexible. It's fine. Uh, I can't s see if there's any questions. Hey, Angie. How's it going? Core work is, is awesome. And, you know, here's the thing, you guys. When I first started rehabbing my core and I first started training strong this way and really getting my nutrition dialed in, it took time. I mean, that, that was four years ago, six years ago now that I started doing this. So, uh, and I remember uh, when I would run 
like I'd be doing good and then I'd run when I was tired because I hadn't slept at night and then the first thing to go would be my pelvic floor and for years the first thing to go when I was ramping up distance uh, after babies and rehabbing my core and like restoring it during that time was that my, my core was the first thing to go it was the weakest part of my body and, and now it's strong. Like, I'm okay. I, I haven't had any issues with my core. Although I do have to say that when I do run, like, when I get to those distances at the edge of my comfort zone, that is where I feel it. Jump, the thought of jumping on a trampoline makes me nervous. Like, it makes me feel queasy because I knew what that used to feel like. Uh, but that's a different issue when your pelvic floor is falling out and you definitely want to see a pelvic health physical therapist and that's called pelvic prolapse, and you want to get that assessed and managed. Running with a pelvic prolapse will make it worse. Please, please go and see somebody. You don't want your internal organs falling out. This is a really serious thing, and this is the other reason why we do core work, why we do strength work, so that it doesn't get to that point, okay? And some women, it just it just is. This is what happens after babies, and uh, there's there's um conservative treatment and then there's surgeries and you talk to your doctor and your, your pelvic health team about that okay but these are real issues that need to be talked about okay and, and I'm here to open the conversation uh, does anyone have any questions is anybody listening that would be wonderful to know if anyone's there if you're catching this on the replay at least just say hello so I know that I'm not talking to myself if you love the workout, awesome. And I do really, really want to congratulate you if you are still watching, if you are still listening, if you are doing the workouts. That's amazing. How many times a week would you recommend doing the core workout from Wednesday? So uh, in my programs, we do this core workout on Wednesday. You totally could do this workout twice a week. When you learn to connect and slow down and you learn to like connect your brain with those deep inner core muscles and your breath and you start focusing on form and alignment in all the workouts that you do, every workout actually becomes a core workout. This one's just like a little bit more, more like specific and I really tailor the Wednesday workouts to be a little bit more tightly connected to that core with a real focus on it but all of the other things are core as well. When you're just racing through your squats and jumping around and like running, when we're running like this, like we're not connected to our core, but when I get to work with you guys and slow you down and focus on, the, on like squatting with good form and feeling it and running with good posture with your arms going forwards and backwards and, and, and correcting your posture up nice and tall, it all becomes core work. When I teach you how to tune into your body and like slow it down when you need to and then practice pushing it here and there, uh, that's core work. Your core is actually engaged in everything, but on Wednesdays we specifically work at creating the connection between your brain and those deep muscles and then that will, that will go out into everything else. So when, when you train with me, I'm always bugging you guys. I'm always like, slow it down. <laughs> focus on form, focus on alignment. It's much more important. Intensity comes later, okay? How often can we do core workouts per week? Right, like you guys, I just answered that question. Shanna, great question, you guys. I uh, really need to slow down, yes. It's so common in the fitness world to just want to go further and go faster and go harder and put in more intensity and 
we think that that is the, the best way and the only way to get results. And I used to be like that. That's how I used to do it as well. And, and I've really learned over the years and through all of my education that, you know, sometimes slowing down and connecting at a deeper level with our body gets us much better results. Because oftentimes when we're going fast and we're just going through the motions quickly, uh, it's momentum that's taking us and the big muscles are doing the work and the little muscles are doing nothing. And that's often why we, we get injuries. We get plantar fasciitis. We get especially shin splints because the big muscles are doing the work. And the first thing to go are those shin splints or those shin muscles and they get inflamed because the big muscles in your brain, right? I, the saying is always um, out there that it's, it's not your body you have to convince, it's your brain you have to convince. And the reality is actually, no, we got to do some of the base strengthening work of your body because your, your brain can push you, but that'll just lead you to injury. So that's one of the quotes that, that I don't love out there. And it's actually one of the myths I'm really trying to break for you guys. Eating less does not work. It is the old way to approach eating and simply running more miles and pushing yourself to exhaustion is the old way of building a healthy body. It's the old way. It's like, Let's leave that in the 90s and, and like, let's come out. We've got so much education out there. We've got so much research to show us that if we slow down and, and eat more of the right food and the right macro balance at the right time for the right reasons and we combine that with effective strength building workouts, that you will build a fitter, stronger, healthier body. You will be a better, stronger runner, okay? And, and, and I really, I really want to drive those points home for you guys more is not better that's such in today's day and age it's like we want more and we want it and we want everything fast and now and so we think that if we just we just you know do it all but no we got to slow down we gotta we gotta work for it health is like the one thing health and strength muscle building uh fat loss they're like the only things we can't just buy off of Amazon, you know, They're, they don't happen overnight. In muscles and macros, some people get incredible results very quickly because they just start adding in the, the, the muscle building workouts with consistency and they start fueling their body properly and that combination just flips their hormones into fat burning mode and like their muscles suck up the food and they just like, oh my God, I feel incredible. I can feel that my body composition's changed, my energy's up, my skin is clearer. I feel incredible. Other people, it takes a lot longer. Uh, we've had decades of under eating and dieting and, and not doing the strength work and actually losing muscle for decades. And, and then overtraining and like running a lot, which has left us with this, this chronically elevated cortisol for a very long time. And that will take time to, to switch and to change. But, but this is how we do it. We dial in those macros and we focus on strength, foundational strength and muscle building workouts. We're going to balance those hormones. We're going to reduce inflammation. We're going to restore metabolism. And we're going to help you guys build fit, lean, strong, healthy, powerful, athletic, pro-fat burning bodies that are going to be injury proof, feeling awesome. And if you want that, like, give me a hell yes below, okay? If you're done with dieting and under eating and restricting, and you're ready to nourish and train strong, give me a hell yes, okay? That's what this is about. This is sample week of what it's like to train with me and to show you guys uh, 
a different way than the free training programs because they are really, really good at getting you started. They are absolutely amazing at getting you started, right? This is just taking it up a notch, right? When you're just learning, when you're just starting, they're, they're so great. They help you become a runner. They help you experience the runner's high. They help build the confidence you need. And now we just take it up a notch. We take it to the next level. You guys are ready for the next level, the next evolution of you. Because what got you here won't get you there. I love that quote. That's, uh, that's, oh. It's powerful. I love mindset work and personal development work too, you guys. And that's a quote that sticks with me a lot and really has helped me up-level myself in all kinds of areas in my life. What got you here will not get you there. Power. It's powerful. Um, and it kind of goes along with when you, the definition of insanity is when you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And a lot of, a lot of women reach out to me and say, I'm running and running and running. And, and I, I'm not, I, I'm gaining weight and I'm exhausted and I'm miserable and I'm eating less and I'm trying all these diets and they're not working and I'm cutting carbs and I have no energy. And I'm like, okay, well, um, how about we try it a different way? Because I think when we keep doing those same things, right, we get the same result. And so this program and the way I train you is different. It's, it's helping you get out of that cycle and it's helping you up level and, and take you to that next level that next version of you not that you're not awesome right now but it's just a fitter stronger healthier more badass version of you <laughs> i love that quote um i'm all about quotes and mantras you guys someone the other day posted uh after the after the the pre-workshop i did on goal setting and manifesting she got out her mantra bracelet that said strength on it and I'm, I'm hoping she's still wearing that and looking at that every day and she's manifesting the crap out of what she wants in life because there's more to just diet and exercise. There's, there's a component of all of this deeper inner work that we need to do on ourselves. Everything you need is inside of you. Let's manifest it out and then let's do the work to make it come into reality. Hell yes to stronger selves. Absolutely. Angie says, yes, yes. And there's nothing. And, you know, I just, I love being, you know, for years I, I didn't really talk about this stuff, you guys. I just talked about running more miles and how to run a marathon. And I'll be honest, like, that, that's not interesting to me. Running a marathon is not, it's not the goal for me. It's, it's not the goal for me to help you. I truly want to unapologetically help you guys build that fit strong body and I want you guys to like unapologetically say what you want there's a really great Mel Robbins uh, video I can post it actually below and it's so good because she talks about in this little video about how most people don't say what they want they're scared to say what they want and then you'll never achieve it you'll like kind of run in circles because you're not you're not saying what you want. And when you won't even say what you want, you're certainly not going to do the things that you need to do to achieve the thing because you're not even saying it. So be unapologetic about what you want. It's okay. I love working with women who want to build fit and lean and strong and healthy and fat-burning bodies. I want to work with you. I want to help you. I have a killer program. And um, 
I, I want I want to open those discussions and then in the program of course we go deeper and work on what that takes and and how and, and sticking to it when life gets hard but that's all the work that we do inside the program one workout you know one of these workouts will change your day but you string them together over weeks and weeks and weeks together with coaching and accountability and nutrition and that will change your life it will change your body it will change your health and that's what I'm here to do that is 110,000% what I'm here to do, okay? Awesome, you guys. This is such a great challenge for people. It's such a great learning opportunity, and whether you join Muscles on Macros or not, 